are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Friday, December 4th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also follow my Strictly Blackhawks account, that's at Talkin Hockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, happy Friday. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. On tap today, we have some news on both of the Blackhawks' 2020 third-round picks. Also, the NHL and NHLPA continue to have conversations regarding the start date for the 2020-2021 regular season. But what I want to start the show with today is some news that broke this morning on Blackhawks' 2019 fourth-round pick, Antti Sorella. Some of you might already be aware of his injury. I talked about it in an episode last week. But for those who don't, Sorella, he suffered an undisclosed injury while skating in a contest for Ives, Ilves, I, I don't know what to call this team name anymore, but for I'm going to call him Ilves now. Uh, for <laughs> for Ilves in Finland's Liga, which, as I've mentioned before, that's the top professional league over in Finland. Sorella, this is impressively already his second full season there for just a 19-year-old. And he also played 24 games back when he was 17 for Ilves as well. So for a fourth-round pick, that that's pretty in- impressive stuff. Seems like Sorella has the potential to be a sneaky pick by the Blackhawks in the fourth round. And in 17 games to start this year, Sorella was up already up to 10 points with 4 goals and 6 assists. And that's an impressive progression because in 40 games last season, he only had 12 points total. And in 17 games, less than half the amount this year, he's already up to 10 points. But sadly, Sorella will now be out for two to four weeks because of this injury. And the bigger news that broke this morning is that Sorella also was left off of Finland's 2021 World Juniors Camp roster because of this injury. So, a devastating blow for Sorella and the Blackhawks. Not only will this cost him a significant chunk of action, but it will also cost him his final World Junior Championship. And had he have been healthy, he would have made that roster. He would have been a lock. Sorella has played for Finland the last two years at the WJC. Plus, he was off to a strong start to this season. So, tough news there for the Blackhawks' 2019 fourth-round pick. Hopefully, whenever he gets healthy, he can continue right where he left off and hit the ground running because he was really playing well for Ilves to start the year. And one thing that also has been impressive about Sorella's production is that most of it has come while he's been playing in a fourth-line role. Sorella averages like 9 to 10 minutes per game, yet he continues to rack up points at a a pretty impressive clip for the limited ice time he gets. And that, that has me excited for Sorella in the future. 
He is someone that doesn't need much ice time to put points up in a hurry. I know he's still probably two years away at least from having a chance at cracking the Blackhawks roster, but he and Michael Tepley are both very intriguing prospects for fourth-round picks. I don't give Stan a whole lot of credit on this podcast, but one thing he does well and one thing he has a good track record at is drafting in the second, third, fourth, and fifth rounds. <laughs> I don't know, for whatever reason, he's just good at that. Um, but Sorella and Tepley, they both look like they could have NHL potential and NHL upside if things continue to go well the next couple of years. Tepley, of course, we will still see at the 2021 World Junior Championship. He will represent the Czech Republic. But Sorella, sadly, we will not, as Finland decided to leave him off of their camp roster due to his undisclosed injury. All right, that will take care of the tough news that broke this morning on Blackhawks 2019 fourth round pick, Anti Sorella. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk about the impressive play recently by the Blackhawks 2020 third round picks, Notre Dame's Landon Slager and Minnesota Duluth's Wyatt Kaiser. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilko, the protein and energy gel your body needs on the go. Bilko comes in a squeezable plastic container, which makes it super easy to eat on the go before a workout, on the course before the back nine, and also just as a tasty snack around the house. Everyone has that wall they need to break through every day to get their body going, whether it be physically or mentally, and Bilko is the perfect protein and energy source to get you ready for whatever your day is going to throw at you. Right now, Bilko is offering 20% off, but only to Lockdown listeners. So be sure to go to BiltBar.com right now, click on the Bilko section at the top, and use our promo code LOCKED in all caps to get 20% off your next order of the best workout gel on the market. Bilko has three delicious flavors, mint chocolate, chocolate coconut, and peanut butter honey. I personally... Love the peanut butter honey, but all three flavors are tremendously tasty and they give you the same effect as a five-hour energy, but without the crash feeling after because the product is all natural. So one more time, be sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now, head over to the BuiltGo section and use our promo code LOCKED in all caps to get 20% off your next order of the best workout gel on the market. Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at JackBushman2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and to follow Locked On Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcasts and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. All right, I just got done talking about 
Blackhawks forward prospect Antti Sorella tragically being left off of Finland's World Junior roster due to an undisclosed injury. Moving on now, I have to talk about the impressive play recently by the pair of third-round picks by the Hawks in the 2020 NHL Draft, starting with the latter of the two selected defensemen, Wyatt Kaiser. He was the 81st overall pick in the draft. Currently a freshman for number three ranked Minnesota Duluth. And on Wednesday night, they faced off with the number four Denver Pioneers, the former team, of course, of Blackhawks prospect Ian Mitchell, who captained the Pioneers last season. Uh, so it was a big-time tilt early on in the year. Number three, Minnesota Duluth versus number four, Denver. And late in the game, Duluth was up a goal, and they had Kaiser out on the ice when uh, all chaos, all hell was breaking loose, really. Denver was on the power play, plus they had their goaltender pulled, so it was a six-on-four in favor of the Pioneers. And it speaks volumes for Duluth to have 18-year-old freshman Wyatt Kaiser out on the ice. Like, the amount of trust they must already have in him for him to already be out there in that situation it's remarkable but it was absolutely the right call because Kaiser was in full-on warrior mode he blocked three shots in the dwindling seconds made a couple of remarkable plays around the crease to keep the puck out of the net and it really reminded me of what Nicholas Jalmerson used to do for the Blackhawks back in the glory days he was just an animal out there on the ice and he was doing whatever it took in the final seconds to get the job done and to secure a victory, and that's that was what I saw out of Nicholas Jalmerson back when the Blackhawks were playing their best hockey. It was it was an incredible effort by Wyatt Kaiser as a freshman for him just to be out there and to have that kind of performance. It, it was it was dazzling. He has the I think he has the capability of being a really good player one day for the Blackhawks if he keeps working at it. He was already deemed uh, by most scouts as the Blackhawks' best value pick at number 81 in the third round. But he's performing even better than probably anyone expected so far as a freshman for one of the top teams in the country right now. I mean, he's out there on the top power play. He's out there on the top penalty kill. He's playing all the big minutes. It's been a very impressive start to his collegiate career, and I'm really excited to see Kaiser continue to progress as Minnesota Duluth fights for that national championship this season. I also have to talk about the first of the Blackhawks' two picks in that third round. Forward Landon Slagert, who was picked 79th overall by the Blackhawks, just two spots ahead of Wyatt Kaiser, which I'm sure the two will share a good laugh at a bunch of times throughout their careers in camp and whatnot. I don't know what kind of personality Slagert has, but... I hope he's sure to remind Kaiser uh, who the Blackhawks wanted first in that third round, who they took as their safety blanket at number 79 before drafting two picks later at number 81. Uh, but Slagert, he has been impressive as well in his freshman year with Notre Dame so far. He's up to two assists in his first five games, but the scoring department, that's not really what I'm concerned about. That's not what I've been most impressed with when I've watched Slagert play. It's been his determination and tenacity in the offensive zone. The dude is... a wrecking ball out there in the offensive zone and looking at Slagert's numbers in the past the past two years for the U.S. national program he, he was never a steady point producer he was never close to a, a point per game guy he had back-to-back -back years with 24 points in 47 and 48 games respectively so he, he as I said he's, he's never been the biggest offensive threat 
but that isn't what got him drafted in the third round by the Blackhawks. What Slager brings to the table is grit, determination on both ends of the puck, and the versatility to play all three forward positions up front. Slager has already played both center and wing for Notre Dame as a freshman, and those types of players you can never have too many of at the NHL level. It's always nice to have another guy who's capable of winning a draw when the center gets kicked out of the dot. So I really like Slager's versatility, but where he's really shined is in the offensive zone this season by getting to the dirty areas, creating plays on the forecheck, on the boards, on the back check, and also he's getting to the front of the net and causing havoc. So far, he's been really impressive. Uh, He's been bouncing back and forth between the second and third line for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. He's played some time on the top power play. He's also spent time on the penalty kill. So, really good stuff. It's been a a good look so far for Landon Slager on the Fighting Irish. So, great to see both of the Blackhawks' 2020 third-round picks performing very well as freshmen for their respected programs. And it should be fun to watch each player progress as the season goes on. All right, that will wrap up all the news I have on defenseman Wyatt Kaiser and forward Landon Slager. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk about the latest discussions between the NHL and NHLPA regarding the start of next season. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome flavors like salted caramel, peanut butter brownie, German chocolate cake, And they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. All of which, like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber, and all the bars are less than 180 calories, so make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps to get $10 off your first order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option and use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps for $10 off your first Built Bar order. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at TalkinHockey. Or you can also always email the Locked On Blackhawks email, which is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with their draft picks or their moves during the free agency period. Okay, I just finished up discussing... The impressive play recently by Blackhawks 2020 third-round picks Landon Slegert and Wyatt Kaiser. Before I wrap up today's episode, I wanted to provide some updates from TSN's Pierre Lebrun, per usual, regarding the start of the 2020-2021 NHL regular season. On Wednesday's episode, I talked about how the latest talks between the two sides were looking at late January to early February for the start of the season. Well, now things apparently have progressed a bit, finally, 
as earlier this morning, LeBron wrote an article stating that mid-January is now the target start date, as both the NHL and NHLPA agreed that January 1st is just no longer an option with the disputes financially and COVID-19 and whatnot. So mid-January is now the target, and a 52-56 to game schedule is currently being discussed so sadly, we will not have as much hockey as we did last season. Most teams finished somewhere around 70 games. But a shortened season, yeah, definitely better than no season. So good to see some details finally getting ironed out. But the elephant in the room, as LeBron stated, is still very much present as the two sides have not yet agreed upon a financial plan for next season, of course. The owners are still trying to get more money from the players. That still has to be figured out. But the players clearly want to play. The two sides are finally working together a little bit. And LeBron said in his article that he thinks the players will end up deferring a little bit more salary, just not quite up to the level the NHL is asking. And that's that was an issue I talked about back on Wednesday's episode as well. I said that the players will likely have to meet the owners halfway in order for this thing to work, which really sucks, but that's just the reality of the situation. The NHL blows. It's not a surprise at this point, but I hope things can continue to progress over the weekend between the two sides. Right now, it's sounding like training camps are going to open around January 2nd. That is tentative, of course, due to they don't know the exact start date, but they're planning for somewhere in mid-January. Sounds like training camps could be opening up around January 1st when they had the season originally starting up, uh, starting up but uh, finally we're getting some progress, but we're still not not hammered or locked in or anything. It, it's, it sucks. I miss, I miss hockey very, very badly, and it's going to be tough to watch the NBA start their season in a couple of weeks while the NHL is twiddling around with their thumbs, but the, the ball is finally starting to get rolling, and I hope on Monday that I have some more good news to talk about pertaining to the start of the 2020-2021 regular season. I keep my fingers crossed when I say that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Friday, December 4th's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams from around the league. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Don't forget, Mailbag Monday will make a return next week, ladies and gentlemen. So for any questions at all regarding anything related to the podcast, you can always email LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com, hit me on one of my two Twitter accounts, or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until Monday's episode, everyone, enjoy your weekend responsibly, and thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.